morning. I started it. Guys. It's weird that I'm so much taller. Yeah. It's because you're wearing <laughs> tall shoes. Don't pretend. I'm wearing my platform Don't pretend Tivas. like I'm not you are taller than me. You're not taller than me. I'm just saying it's I weird. Have, I'm height challenged. It's fine. Artificially. I wouldn't call you height challenged. I'm challenged. I want to be taller now. I just, I feel it in my butt. Feel it in my fingers. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in a weird I place, know. guys. Welcome back to us. Yeah. Because that's what we can We've say. never said that before. But welcome back we? to us. Really? To us. You're welcome to be back to us. We're here. You can't avoid us now. <laughs> you can turn us off. You've allowed us into your ears. Are we in your ear holes? Yes. That's gross. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's been a weird, it's been a weird, it's been a weird week. When is it not a weird week? It's just uh, a week. All the weeks are weird. It's always hard. Well, something that we've been, like, talking about and, like, not talking about is, like, our accumulation of things. Oh. Well, so Marie Kondo is, like, a giant, like, thing that's overtaking pop, so, like, Who is? pop culture. So she is this lady that has a Netflix show. She's a Japanese lady. Oh, The lady. Tidying Up? The Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Um, she's amazing. Well, you I... You know, the whole 20 minutes that I managed to stay awake. She was fantastic. Was it boring? Or she was just No, soothing. it was just... She was so soothing. It was a very ASMR-y, mm-hmm. you know, between all the crying and the sobbing of the normal people. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I have yet to watch it because um, I feel anxious about how much stuff I have in my house. Oh, don't be all anxious. She makes it so kind and lovely. Okay. It's so lovely. She's very, like, loving, and she, like, makes you cry, and then, like, she finds the perfect spot in the house to be grateful for this home housing you. It's so tender and sweet, and it's so not preachy. And she just loves it. She's like, I love getting rid of all of your things. Thank you so much for letting me. Like, it's so, like, if Minnie Mouse was cleaning your house... It was, it's great. She's That's so she sweet. Like. She was like a tiny, precious little lady who just comes in with her like angelic glow and then just is so thankful to be there. Well, so, you know, I don't know why I'm getting I, I all defensive of the 20 minutes it. of this show I'm well, seeing. Well, and it's not that I'm mad at her. It's that I am resistant to the work that I, that she will inspire me to do. I'm not ready. That takes a lot of energy that's a nice, that's a good back bend. I'm just, I'm just working it out. <laughs> so, okay. So here's why. I have a lot of stuff. And we started, to, we were walking through a Ross and like looking at all the wonderful things that they sometimes have at Ross. Sometimes it's a lot of trash. Other times it's fun. <laughs> and I am somebody that's always loved shopping. I've always loved like Shopping's being fun. in the mall. Yeah. Um, I want to say I'm, like, semi-compulsive about it, but not to the point where I'm in, like, crazy amounts of debt. I enjoy, I definitely get that shopping high. I enjoy the experience of, like, picking up an item and imagining what sort of, like, fun, metropolitan, cool things I'll do in this item. And, like, I very much buy into that fantasy. Okay. And so that's how I accumulate stuff. Stuff is great, though. Stuff is nice. It's, like, it's an endorphin rush. It's exciting. It's fun to get cute new stuff and okay. the colors. And I'm following you along because I don't know where we're going today, everyone. So I'm sitting here like, okay, but I love stuff. Yeah. Tell me what's wrong right? with my stuff, Well, So I have too much shit in my house. 
And one of the things that I have the most of is clothes. Okay. And so we were talking as we were wandering off this Ross. Oh, this idea of okay. as a plus size as a plus size person that has previously gone throughout the world mm-hmm. with not having enough things that fit. Yes. Very frequently, especially with clothes, mm-hmm. I will find myself picking up a thing. I sort of like it, but it's in my size and it's close enough to what I want. That I will buy it, even though it doesn't spark joy, as yep. Marie Kondo would say. It, like, fizzles, like, a little bit of pleasure. Like, that's very different, right? It's, like, almost there, but not quite. But I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever find this multicolored striped crop top again, even though it's for there sure going to look like garbage. There was a multicolored striped crop top. I remember this moment. Right. And I held on to it. And what I do is I hold on to it. I walk around the store with it. <laughs> And it's a part of the physical, yes. It's like, if I can tolerate carrying this around, sometimes I get sick of it and I'm just physically carrying it, and then I can let go of it that way. But You have to make yourself physically uncomfortable. Yes, I do. Okay. Because otherwise I will just buy it, and then all of a sudden I realize I've spent this money, and like, I don't know, I have items of clothing in my apartment that I haven't worn in years. Yeah, I'm same here. I'm going through this as well. Yeah. I'm going through this. This is valid for me We're today. We're all fucking going through this because, you know, and, I, like, I wanted to, like, we spoke last week about, like, authenticity. It's this idea of only having what you, like, actually mm-hmm. need and use. Yeah, the idea of minimalism. Yeah. You know that I love that. Okay, I'm yeah. not trying to get that crazy. But, like, no, crazy. No, okay, so minimal, like, true minimalism is the idea that if you love it, you keep it. If you use it, you keep it. If you don't use it, and because it's, it's, it's weighing you down, you let it go. Just like when you're walking. I don't, what do you mean crazy? That sounds exactly like what you're saying. It feels very extreme. Oh, my God. I okay. guess, what, so when, when we're, we gonna... were looking at the YouTube videos. Yeah. So it is the antithesis of, like, Ooh. Kitchen cutesy stuff. I'm using big fancy Ooh. words. Don't rhyme me today. Antithesis. I like, I don't, I I worry that one day in my older age, I will be a person that like has a collection of figurines <laughs> that they keep on their, a curio cabinet, Is right? Snorting? Right? No figurines for you. You've got traveling what to if? do. What if though? I mean, that's for your office. <laughs> That is a way better situation to just have, like, an office full of, like, precious moments. <laughs> and everyone just keeps buying you them because right? they assume that is now the that's easy how that thing. happens, by that the way. That is how that happens. But, like, I, you have one penguin in your office and everyone now buys you penguins. Well, and so that's a separate thing of this, like, obligatory gift buying where, like, I am not great at gift buying. I don't know why I'm doing this. It's just this idea of having things as a replacement for genuine feeling and joy. Is this part of your authenticity yes. movement? Okay. Yes. Of like, All don't, right. don't buy me some shit because it's my birthday and you feel obliged. Buy me some shit because it makes you happy. You think it'll make me happy. I don't need... <laughs> I don't need... I'm really... I can't it's say anything because it's like going to insult come people. Up. Your birthday's going to come up and you can get any presents. Girl, buy me gift cards. But honestly, and as an adult, your present is your... Being there with me and celebrating with me. That's what the true gift yes, is. Yes, because your love language is? It's, it's time. There you go. Right. But even the people that have, like, the gifts, my understanding of people that who's, like, primary, like, a intense love language is, if, the idea, if that's a representation of you know me, you know it will make me happy, you care for me, and this is how you're sharing You that. showed up. Right. And I'm not going to talk about my birthday <laughs> again. <laughs> okay, but... 
So authenticity, and we're going back. So we're gonna go back to the idea. I think I'm gonna try to try to try to wrap my head around what's about to happen here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if I can do the multiple mm-hmm. choice guessing here. Mm-hmm. So the idea right now that you're focusing on is to live an authentic life. Is mm-hmm. the, also the idea of letting go of the things that you do not need in your life anymore. Right. And holding on to the things that no longer serve a purpose for you. Right. In this case, we're talking about the physical embodiment of clothing. Right. Okay. So when I look at this, I like, this. sweater that I... <laughs> so aggressive. It's a lot of snorting for it's, me today, yeah, guys. Yeah, it's fine. It's energy. Well, but it's this idea of, like, when I think about giving away or selling or doing something with that, like, that dress that I haven't worn in three years. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, but I wore it this one time. Or... Oh, it was the idea of I was going to wear it to this thing. Or, oh, I bought it because I thought it would look a certain way on my body and it doesn't and I can't let that go. Yeah. No, I understand because I I was going through that too because I've been trying to do the minimalist thing. Mm -hmm. Mine was a lot because of pain. Like, I'm like, I realized that one day I was in pain and I couldn't clean up my place the way I wanted to. Mm. And I'm like, I have too much stuff. This stuff has to go. But no, the the clothing thing is the one thing I do have a hard time facing because Mm -hmm. here's the thing. We were, we, I mean, we grew up in the time where we, our options were so limited. Yeah. If you found something that just fit you, yeah. you didn't even have to like it. Right. If it fit you, you had, you to, had to have it because it, it might be the only one. Yeah. If it was on clearance, you better buy it. Yeah. Even if it was ugly, right. it, w- it had to be yours because this was now a, par- a staple part of your wardrobe. Right. Now, it was the one pair of pants. It feels very like... I don't want to be rude in any way, but a little bit the way people talk about the depression and food and bread and sure. not wanting to let well, go of it's things. it's a scarcity. It's a this. scarcity issue, and that's what we suffered, and mm-hmm. so that's a little bit of, it's its, its own version of trauma. Am I using that right? Word, right? Well, but I think training. that's too heavy. Training. It's training. Training. Yes. Okay. I'm like, trauma sounds very intense. Yeah, that's too we much. We still wearing clothes. Yeah. Um, but then, and, and you know, we had to buy guys' jeans for a while, oh, like yeah. all kinds of stuff, trying to figure out our own fashion because we couldn't participate in the fashions. Now we're in a world where we have access to a lot more. It's still not where it needs to be, mm-hmm. but we do have access to a lot more that we didn't before. Thank goodness for the movements that have happened. Mm-hmm. But... We're still struggling with the idea of letting go of the what if right. and the idea of, well, what if they don't have another one? Right. Even if it doesn't look good. I'm struggling with that right now. I have a whole denim drawer in my closet, mm. and I am still struggling with this idea of, I can't let go of those jeans. I bought those jeans. Those jeans cost me $85, oh. and one day I'm going to need to wear them because they were the only jeans that fit me at the store, mm. and I bought them eight years ago. Right, and they're so and, But I'm, I've worn them three times total. Oh, wow. It's like they're winter jeans. I didn't even know. Winter jeans, summer jeans. We've got all kinds of jeans now, thank mm-hmm. God. But no, I do struggle with this idea of letting go of the what if or, oh, I could just go get this tailored and it's going to fit right instead mm-hmm. of just buying the things that spark joy. Right. Am I on board with you now? Yes. Okay. And so it's basically like everybody struggles with like <laughs> having things they don't need, getting rid of the th- like that. But mm-hmm. I guess I wanted to talk about it particularly on this podcast <laughs> Because I experience a different level of it than straight-sized people because it does feel like there might not be mm-hmm. another thing like it. I cannot tell you how many fucking, like, the series of shorts that I've gone through were, like, and it was old, because Old Navy used to be my go-to for especially, like, summer casual stuff. Yes. And there was, like, shorts that I could only wear a certain way, shorts that I had to do the pregnancy thing where I was unbuttoned and I used, like, a... Of a rubber band to keep them closed. 
Oh, it was a I whole deal. I have no deal. idea what you're talking about. Because this was, thank God, years ago. And now they are making things that fit me. Um, you act like I'm not older than I you. I had, no. <laughs> well, but maybe you did it differently. I feel like you were only, you weren't wearing shorts for a long time. I, you yeah, just, I like, didn't, didn't wear shorts. I didn't wear, I didn't wear shorts. Well, I did, but my mom didn't approve of them. They were just like, I don't even, I don't know what to call them. I just got away with whatever I could get away with. Oh, I wore sure. a lot of basketball shorts. There you go. I dressed a lot like a boy for a long time. Right. And so I guess in this thing where, like, we're having, and I also feel bad, like, I don't want to be wasteful. Uh-huh. Like, part of consumerism is, like, all of these, you don't need so much of it, and so I don't want to buy so much of it, but I'm propelled by this scarcity, this idea of, mm-hmm. if I don't get this t-shirt now, I'm never going to be able to find anything like it in this color, okay. even though I don't love it. And it's also the idea of, once I have it, and it's clogging up my, my closet, I can't then let go of it, because what if I want it? And something that I thankfully don't deal with, but a lot of people, especially plus size people do, is this idea of like um, uh, hope, clothes that we hope to fit into one day. This yeah. this like theoretical I body still have mine. outfit. I'm sorry. And that well, and that's not a judgment thing. That's like every we we do the best we can. Life is pain. If it works, <laughs> do what works for you. That's fine. Life but is I guess pain, I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> It's, I don't know, man. It's complicated. No, it is complicated. It's a good subject because it's, it's taught, it's, it's all areas of your life. For some people, for me, Mm -hmm. I mean, I do have the clothes, the dishes were along. I mean, when Mm. I moved from a bigger, I moved from a bigger home, like a, with, I had a roommate, we had a full size kitchen, lots of cabinet space. I had like all my dream kitchen appliances, Mm -hmm. beautiful blenders and, and like, mixers and all of the yummy delicious expensive stuff Mm -hmm. and then when I moved to my loft I had to get rid of everything like Mm -hmm. I went from 1300 square feet to 500 square feet Mm -hmm. and that was a huge downsize in the amount of dishes I had and I struggled the minimal like having that minimized having a I had a storage unit where I kept everything in for almost (laughs) a year because I just could not stomach the idea of letting go of these good items from wherever that I painstakingly spent all my time picking up. But here was the, here was the thing. I also was keeping myself from experiencing the joy of picking out something new and having a new experience as well by letting these go. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where, when you're learning how to sort of get rid of stuff, it's not just picking it up and saying, does this thing bring me joy? Does it serve a purpose in my life? Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been doing. I have, honestly, we've gotten rid of duffel bag full of clothes it oh, that us, was its own process. <laughs> was, and, the, and Guru had to let go of her duffel bag, too, which was... The duffel bag that, like, traveled with me <laughs> to and from India several times. Yeah, her childhood, like, it was, memories. It is as tall as me. Uh-huh. I had had it. I had moved to California with it. And so it served me for so many years and was so important. And it was part of this, like, incredible mm-hmm. journey. And it's... I've always had these giant duffels. All my India peeps know those, like... I think it's, like, outdoor brand. There were giant they could fit almost exactly 70 pounds worth of your shit but it had been like what where I put all my clothes that I didn't want anymore it had migrated over to Tresla's house for some reason (laughs) literally for two years it sat under her bed yeah where I just kept stuffing it with more things that I didn't want in it and then one day I decided to do a purge in my closet I was like I'm done with this I had a friend coming in and I said you know what she maybe wants some of these clothes because 
closes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because she has a different shape. She was more of a pear shape, and I had a bunch of amazing clothes that would look great on her. So I pulled them out, but in the process of pulling it out, I realized all the stuff I wasn't wearing. Mm-hmm. And to tell you, so to explain this a little bit more, I live in a loft that comes with a pre-built-in walk-in closet, but the walk-in closet isn't a good functional clothing closet. Yeah. Like your clothes um, touch Pear the rods. It's, yeah, and it, and it looks like it's this beautiful thing. It doesn't you know it's not sustainable so what I did is I went out and bought a closet unit and I installed it and customized it the way I wanted and it has just enough space to do all the things I want and now what I do is when I have more clothes it stacks up on the side or I like Mm. stuff it under things like it even has my laundry baskets that fit inside it's perfect for what I do but I was realizing as I was opening my closet I couldn't find any things I loved Mm. Like, I have, I, I realize you're wearing the same clothes over and over, which is fine. I do that. But I could have, for me, you say you have a hard time letting go of shorts. For me, it's dress tops, like mm. office wear for the tops because my boobs, um, again, we'll talk about my boobs. My boobs mm. are so big and my, my waistline is a little bit smaller and I've mm. got that hourglass figure. So I had to buy the shirts bigger and have them tailored down mm. so that they would fit appropriately. Or if I, I was lucky enough to find a shirt that I could just secure with safety pins all the way down. And wear that, and the way there would be no gaping. Those are like precious commodities. But here's the thing: styles change, people, and no one wants to see you in like satin retro, crazy like prints in the. <laughs> and here I am. It's still sitting in my closet right now, and I'm unable to get rid of it. It's California. Wearing that would make me die of heat and make me so smelly. Mm. But I can't get rid of it because of this idea that what if I can't find something else to replace it? And I guess it's this idea of us not being able to replace the thing we right. lost. What if I can't find something but else? What if we didn't need a replacement? No, is that too meta? Is that no, too high? Is that too I like think where that's are we? Fair. Like, what if it, it doesn't need a replacement? What if it was what it was? And right, it we're not to be getting celebrated. Right, we're not getting rid of things to buy new things. We're getting rid of things to like make our lives work better. Yeah, and so how do I do that? Okay. Yes, your topic. Oh, no. Tell me how to do I did not this. have an answer, to be very clear. <laughs> you just wanted to tell people yeah, you have no, a problem? Yeah, no, I wanted to talk about it because we don't talk about it. Okay. Uh, well, talk about it. Tell me. Tell them. Like, well, and so I'm struggling, too. I am in the situation where I, I honestly need different clothes. Okay. Like, I, I changed jobs last year, and I'm realizing very painfully that this current <laughs> wardrobe does not necessarily work Shark for what don't cut okay <laughs> i'm never getting rid monica trudy do you hear me tresla these are my shark leggings <laughs> to be very honest i'm never getting rid of them but they're too big they slide down i have to mess with them all day but they are mine they have four different types of sharks guys this is authenticity in action <laughs> Okay, <laughs> they bring me joy. They spark a lot of joy, even if I can never wear them in a professional nor a clubbing experience. I don't care. They're mine. <laughs> don't touch them. You can't wear them in yoga. They don't work anymore. No. They slide down. Get new shark leggings that bring you joy. No. <laughs> okay, but, why, why so. Get so close. Why do you whine to the microphone? I want people to hear the depth of my angst about shark leggings. Oh, keep your shark leggings. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you were going to do it anyway. I was going to say, didn't I didn't my permission. permission. Well, so, in this new job, I'm walking around, and I have these leggings that I don't know if they're old or they're just hella cheap, but they're, like, sliding down. I can't. They're the worst. I hate them. And I was like, why do I still have these? 
Because I, and maybe it's, again, the scarcity, I don't get rid of the clothes that don't work anymore either because they're stretched out or they're terrible. I just keep putting them back and then accidentally wearing them and then hating them all day. Oh. And, I, like, that is also an experience where, like, maybe you have that bra that's worn out and terrible. Don't and the talk about my bras. <laughs> get rid of those old bras, Tresla. <laughs> you get rid of your you shark leggings, been... no. You get rid of your shark leggings <laughs> and your leggings. And all your leggings are falling down <laughs> on the floor. And we'll talk about my, my bras. Okay, so we've learned that everybody has their Achilles heel of clothing they can't get rid of. I'm just saying. Tresla's or bras. Well, it's true. These are like invest. Those shark, shark leggings were not cheap. Bras cost at least thirty dollars, yeah. and that is a great deal. Usually, it's fifty to sixty. It's fifty to sixty dollars per bra, and some of these bras are for private showings only. Oh, and yeah. Some of these bras are for like like showings. like Just under clothes, wear. Yeah, everyday wear. Like it depends on what you're doing with your. It's comfortable. It's fine. So I guess what I'm <laughs> wanting to bring this around to is processing this attachment that we have to our clothing. I'm doing an Oompa Loompa dance. Processing the attachment. Because it ultimately, I deserve to like wear clothes that I'm not having to fuck with all day. Yes, we no deserve to have things and that pulling. fit us, right? That and I think we talked about that once. Don't walk or if you, you have to walk around pulling and prodding at your clothes to and make it feel day, right. It's, it's not, not your clothes. No, it wasn't. It wasn't meant here. for you. It's literally doing the most to say goodbye to you. It is right. trying to get off it's your body. It's literally trying to escape. It's from trying you. to escape Why from your you body. Let Just go. let it go. Yeah. Um. If it's, hell yeah. Yes. So, uh, Shirley. No, I'm joking. I'm so I'm just being mean. I'm just being a brat. Keep your shark leggings. You guys, check out my Instagram post where for two weeks I wear nothing but my shark leggings. Sometimes um, you can. It's going to be called How to Wear Shark Leggings. How to Wear Shark Leggings every fucking day of the week. Don't test In me. In an office corporate setting. No big deal. Oh, it's going to be great and very appropriate. But here's the thing. When I wore it to my old job, it brought delight to everybody that saw me. It was amazing. It made me happy all day. I just sat at my desk and stared at my legs. So here's a question. How much emotions do we attach to our clothes? And when we throw away our clothes or we throw away these things, are we uh, attaching that we're throwing away that emotion as well? Right. Is yeah. that, no, is that, is that is No, that that's, that's 100%. Okay. So like, okay. So like, okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> as we're processing publicly, it's fine. It's, yeah. yeah, it's fine. So how do we get rid of things that we don't want anymore? Go. Okay. Or well, not there are don't two want. Things. How do we get rid of things that don't serve purposes? That don't work for us this anymore. Is. Well, and <laughs> something that makes me feel good as a plus size person is recirculating those. Because those leggings, well, leggings are sometimes, okay, a dress that I once loved that doesn't fit me or I've never worn because I don't like how it looks, but I like it in theory. Mm -hmm. That's me releasing that dress into the wild. So somebody else can find it and hopefully actually wear it and make it fabulous. So when you say repurposing, you mean literally just letting it, the universe do what yes. it wants with your dress. Right. We do a lot of, like, trading clothes. Yeah. Like, if things don't fit you, they're probably going to fit me and vice versa. And if they so don't fit us, them. we send them to someone in Texas. There we go. <laughs> well, right. And so, like, if you're lucky enough to have people that are your general measurements, like, sharing that and seeing it, mm -hmm. like, seeing it on somebody else that likes it better yep. is a good feeling. But also donating to your local Goodwill, giving it to a consignment shop that maybe specializes in plus yeah, size stuff. Yeah, and the tags are still on it. There's like the plus bus. There's, there's like, there's thread up, there's Poshmark, there's all sorts of things. There's the plus bus. Mm -hmm. There's a place in Oregon called Fat Fancy that I love so much. There are Oregon. ways. I've never sent clothes in because it seems like a lot. <laughs> but I buy from them and I know that that has come from somebody else that 
didn't wear them enough and let them go. Okay. Like, so that's the idea of, like, all right, it's not that it's wasted. And part of also the reason why I don't give things up is because I feel guilty about spending the money on them. This happens mostly with shoes. Yeah. Like, with clothes, it definitely does happen, but especially with shoes where, like, oh, my God, they're so cute. I love how they look. I can't wear them because they hurt me too much or they're entirely the wrong size. I'm both unwilling bit too big to part with them. I've already parted with too many. Right. But it's this idea of like, no, I have to keep it because I spent $30, I put it on a credit card that I shouldn't have done, and now it's sort of like a punishment almost, oh of like, God. no, yeah, now I have to carry things This is your penance, you must right, carry exactly. this baggage. 100%. No, I don't like you as my friend doing that. I understand. I don't like me doing it, I'm trying to do it less. Okay, so well, okay, okay, so like if we were to do a practical solution, as, mm-hmm. as um, we're going to have to tap into therapists. Or Shabbat for sure. a second. Mm-hmm. How would we approach? Let's grand scheme life, not just our clothes, our shoes, uh, like bedding. Like I had mm. getting rid of bedding or mm-hmm. getting rid of like the extra coffee maker in our cupboard that we just spent too much money on, but it's a Keurig, and so mm-hmm. we're not going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. What do we do? How do we how do we make amends to this item, or how do we how do we figure out how to let this item go? So I ate. It, see if there's somebody in your life that could use it. Somebody that you know that has been looking to get a Keurig and maybe it can be a wonderful surprise for them. What see if, if you nobody can, wants it? If, then you donate it to, you can donate it to Goodwill. You can donate it to a homeless shelter if you can do that research and find that. You can donate it to your local um, struggling artist colony. <laughs> like there are people that like don't, that can't like battered women's shelters like there are all sorts of places where people need things like we buy things willy-nilly and don't use them much and then there are other people that are struggling to afford those things and can't and if you're a smaller woman if you're like uh in the you know not plus size range they do have clothing swaps that you can look up at Mm meetup where you bring in a bag of clothes that you in good condition that you don't Mm -hmm. want anymore and you go basically shop for everything else you like and that way you can find things that do spark joy and try it out and then you can go back monthly and just keep trading these items in right um we were going to do that with the plus size world but Honestly, there was just not enough time in our lives to sort of it's arrange like coordination this. and where is it going to go? And, and we could totally do it if, you know, we didn't have enough, like, 300 other jobs that we were doing. Yeah. So. But so, the, it's also getting rid of the guilt. <laughs> what the frick is that? That's your dishwasher that has been fully off for at least an hour and oh a half. Oh, my God. I'll turn that off while you talk. Is it finally? So, getting rid of it, finding a different home if you can. Um, one thing that I want to do in theory, but it costs money. I'm a hoarder of t-shirts. Yes. T-shirts from previous jobs. T-shirts oh that like have fun sayings on it or t-shirts that maybe I like. Girl, we just the need one to make a quilt. Kit. Right. We need to make a quilt. And if you have the time and ability to physically make that, you can do that. Or there's a company online that for $72, you send in all your friggin' t-shirts. They make you a quilt and you have a gorgeous quilt that costs money. But the, and I, I should do some research and figure out the name of it. I probably won't Google it. I don't know. <laughs> but they like employ people. Like it's a sustainable, like it's got, it's got good vibes behind it. Okay. So you do this, or you get, I mean, like what I'm trying to get to is also just letting it go. 
Okay. it's so exhausting to do all this, like, justification. It is. And think of the more stuff you have, the more cleanup you have to do. On the oh days that you want to straighten up. Oh, my God. The more you have to, like, dust. Ugh. There's just so much more that you have to do. So, it's the idea. Emotionally, it's, it, it first of all, there's an emotional weight. If you're doing yeah. a quick purging, realize that you will also be physically, exa- emotionally exhausted that day. This is not something, like... You would do and purge and then go out that evening. Yeah. You, it is, it is, it takes this emotional toll and you don't really know why. And a yeah. lot of this is because you tied some sort of energy, your mm-hmm. own personal energy hopes, to this memories. item, your hopes, memories. One day I'm going to have a beautiful tea party. I'm going to be able to use this beautiful teapot right. with these gorgeous little plates that never fit in the microwave because they have gold on them. <laughs> and it's, so it's stuff like this where you, you, you like have built some expectation around it and you feel like you're letting go of this expectation so I guess what we're saying is it is just you need to start pulling back mm-hmm. and realize all your hopes and expectations are inside of you yeah those belong to you those go nowhere you can still throw a banging tea party with a cool teapot at another time right when the tea party comes up when go find the joy in finding the perfect thing that you yeah. want now make that happen now don't save it make for it later out of clay, girl. yeah or it. have that banging tea party right now and then get rid of it right like put it together and you either use the stuff that belongs in your life or take back your energy right Take it back and release the other things back into the wild where it belongs. But not my bras and not your shark leggings. Fair. Because those things bring us joy. Yes, exactly. So if it brings you joy, then obviously keep it. Energy, but sure. if you find yourself constantly picking it up off the floor, like, why do I always have this? And then you put it away? Mm-hmm. No, that's trash. That is that is something <laughs> to be let go of. Yeah. If it if it's all and, and don't think of the money... If you want to do a cost-effective, time-effective thing, think about all the how much is your time worth mm. when you're paying hourly, even minimum wage. Think mm-hmm. of minimum wage. Is this item more or less than your minimum wage? And how many hours did you have? Like how many hours do you complain about this? So if you have a cumulative ten hours where you've hated this item, then you have you've actually spent emotionally more on this item than you physically have spent on the item. It's time to let it go. It's costing you more to keep it. Rent in your heart. You are oh my god. That That is a really cool no. It is it is it is it's actually a really cool concept is the idea of you're paying it rent to remain in your home. Hell yes. You're paying you're paying a price to keep this item. It's now it's now become you've become sort of a thing to this and it really sucks because we do this not just with our we do this with anything in our life. We do this with uh, old text messages in our phone that we just oh, can't keep rid of, really? old photos of our ex and memories that well what if one day I want to remember these things and I want to open this beautiful box of memories and emotions that are obviously going to make you feel so good when you're really sad, mm. right? No. It's time to let go of the things that take from you. And if you need to take it slow, please do. Yeah. <laughs> so here's it's a, not you, preaching. It's like literally just like take it slow though. Be nice to yourself, guys. Here's something that was really helpful <laughs> um, is digitizing those memories. Uh-huh. Taking a picture. And you can do this with like I am my – we like keep cards. We keep letters. And these are not like fickle memories to throw away. Mm-hmm. The cards are – books are heavy. Like cards are heavy. These things, they take up space. They collect dust. They – Sprout those horrifying little tiny silverfish bugs if you keep them oh, for too long. Um, you don't have them now. It's fine. 
No, I'm like, Pip. No. I was so thinking did you tell I... them? And so when we let go of that duffel that like had all this emotional mm-hmm. importance but had no purpose in my actual life, I took a picture of it and then I let it the fuck go. And that really helped. Store those fucking pictures in the cloud. Take pictures of those. Like, keep your pictures. Put them in some hard drive somewhere that you can access later but that don't take up a lot of space. Because like right now in the corner of my eye, like in my bedroom... I have giant closet space. It's wonderful. But I still have too much shit for that closet space. And it's She's now, got giant closets. So, she can fit shoes but in her closets and clothes. It's overflowing. And she's, got, she's got a bin of beautiful leggings and I'm just... But she can't find anything. No, I can't find anything. I still don't have... Like, it... I use, like, a foot of that closet space for my daily wear and everything else is just waiting there mocking me and like yeah, yeah. daring me to do something So I guess this space. is a dare. Guys, we dare you to do something with your space. Yeah. Is that is that right? Dare like me some shit, we y'all. dare you to fill the space that is taking up space in your life yes. with something that actually has meaning. Yes. Did that and Is that a cool dare? That's a super cool okay. dare. Okay. Here's another dare. This is a really frustrating podcast. It is. I'm having I'm fully exhausted. Yeah. But here's another thing. When you're out shopping, we've talked about our Target runs. Target is my happy place. Mm-hmm. When you go to your Targets, your Home Goods, your TJ Maxx, your Rosses, carry that thing around for a little bit. And genuinely, like, after you let that endorphin drive of, like, oh, my God, it's cute and I love it. Like, think about it for 10 minutes. How often am I actually using this? Do I, where could I actually put it in my space? Could I get rid of something else to keep it? And then see how frequently you put that shit. And back. is it the is it the idea of having it that's making you happy, right? Or is it actually making you happy? Like, is it only going with one thing that you know that? And have you? And here's the thing: you may have been looking for this item for your whole life. Mm-hmm. Putting that down is not a good idea. But, but like, you know, visualizing what you could put with this that doesn't already exist in your life. That's where you have to caution yourself. You, it's not about just living in the present. It's about making room for the things that you want in your future. And, like, being mindful about it. Like, thinking about, will this actually help me or not? I'm standing weirdly now. You really are. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's happening. Okay, but, and so, I get, like, so many of those, like, impulse buys that I have are because I'm like, hey, that's in a color that I like. It's mine. And then I don't think about it until... It's been three months and I haven't touched the stupid thing yet, right? I have like a beautiful lacy bodysuit that you got me I that I literally have never put on. Yeah. Never, ever, never, ever. Who knew that, like, effectively see-through lace could be so hot? It's so fucking hot. <laughs> it's like, why? You have so many holes. Why are you so hot? It should be more breezy. It's not. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the idea is... Take this as emotional. Take this as plus-size girls we were. as You know what? Plus-size girls and then also very small girls. Anyone who's had to have their clothes tailored. Short people, tall people. Or people with big asses, big thighs. Yeah, big anything that, that was that makes not mainstream. It was hard to find things that worked and fit. And when you finally found something, you grabbed onto it. But here's the thing. Some of the stuff doesn't serve a purpose in your life anymore. And by letting it go, you're going to make room for things that do serve a purpose in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of the goal. It's, it's this idea of allowing room for joy to exist so you're not spending so much time on the things that do not bring you joy. Yeah. So I get like the perp, like we all know we need to get rid of stuff. 
the purpose of this podcast for me was like recognizing there might be extra layers if you are somebody that has struggled to find things that worked for you and to like recognize it that it's okay to feel guilty. It's not okay to like hold on to it. Yes. You gotta let it go eventually. It's this idea of authenticity. It, yeah. it feeds into this idea of authentic. To be authentic means that we're peeling away layers and that means stuff a little bit. Yeah. What stuff is padding you? Like if, if your stuff was... If your stuff was armor, what is it doing for you? Mm. What is it happening? And so in order to be authentic, you got to kind of see what's under that stuff. you got to expose a little of that soft, fleshy underbelly, y'all. Oh. <laughs> I didn't expect that to come in. Well, but that's what authenticity is also very vulnerable. I'm shouting from the side of the mic. I apologize. So it's being vulnerable. It's going through the feelings. It's being honest. It's being mindful. About when the feelings mm-hmm. come up and what they do for you. It is. it is. It is. And letting go is actually more freeing. But it does take time. So take your time. Enjoy yourself. Love you. If you go on a rage purge, um, I would suggest uh, looking up how to do that on YouTube. Because those are some of my favorite videos to watch. They're very satisfying. Rage purge sounds it's intense. It is, it is one of those where you're just so sick of it. You walk in with like... You walk in with your trash bags and you just start going okay. and you don't care and you put, you have three different bags, recycle, trash and donate and you yeah. just go for it. And oh, then yeah. once they're filled, you go get more and you just keep going until it's done. And it is exhausting and, um, but it, it, it does make you feel better. You, it's usually when you need to clean a space that hasn't been and you're just done. You're yeah. done. Or you finally recognize, here's the thing, this is a journey. You will start recognizing things that you never recognized before because under that soft underbelly of what did you soft call? fleshy underbelly <laughs> <laughs> stuff is 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 what you're vulnerable, what you're hiding, what and you find a little bit more here and there. And so you guys, on your trip to authenticity, make sure that you're not armoring yourself with the things. Yeah. And hold on to what's important to you and realize that those don't have to be attached. Memories, those things, they're not attached to the physical things. Those are part of who you already are, and that's awesome. Yeah. Is that all? That is all. This was an exhausting podcast. I hope that you guys enjoyed this ride with us, because we are in the midst of doing some really exciting stuff with this. I think Guru and I are getting pretty excited about the next level. We're working on taking more steps, because steps are scary, but we can do it, right? Authenticity! High five me on the podcast. Ready? Okay. Ready? Ready? Bye! Bye! Wait, wait. Did we say bye? Oh. We love you. You're perfect. Bye. Bye.